You've discovered TalkZone.com, the best in Internet talk radio. Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmay Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Our guest today, Doug Inglesby, who's the vitamin professor, and he is also the president of the California-based nutrition supplement maker, Nutritech. I know we cut you off there, Doug. You were talking about how powders are more easily uh, accessible and bioavail in our bodies. Right. And, and they, there's a lot of non-nutritive additives that are used to manufacture pills and tablets that you don't need when you, when you make a powder. It's like if you were to take our formula and that we would turn left and go into packaging and everything else would start going into the heavy manufacturing end by the time it would become a pill. And, you know, another thing is a lot of people, especially as you get older, they have trouble digesting tablets and capsules. You know, how many people do you know that say, oh, I used to just love that food, but I can't eat it anymore. Yes. Well, the reason is is because your hydrochloric acid content is dropped. You don't have the youthful digestive tract that you had when you were young. And so, the, and it's the hydrochloric acid is one of the main components that used, is used to break apart a tablet. So here you have a whole cross-section of, of uh, senior America, especially American uh, senior women. The doctors are saying, I want you to take at least 1,000 a, a milligrams of calcium a day, and they're taking hard-pressed calcium tablets, and they're not even breaking apart. Right. Yep, you've seen, you've heard of those people that go to the chiropractor and get uh, uh, x-rays taken, yeah. and all the vitamins are lined up in their intestines. Yeah, somebody just sent me one of those the other day. Or, they can or, still see the brand names on some. Or you hear somebody go to the bathroom. You can see the brand names? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. And when we first started, <laughs> when we first, first came out, first went to a trade show, the store owners were coming up, and I said, I asked them as a, you know, kind of a, informal survey i said how many of you have ever had somebody come into your store and you know look with a little piece of toilet tissue and they kind of unwrap this kind of blobby looking thing and say you know i found this in my toilet and it's i think it's the vitamin pill and it it was and every one of them Every store that I talked to said that they'd had that experience before. We call those clinkers. <laughs> yeah. You hear them but clink you know, the you can have the, the best nutrients in the world, but if it's not going to break apart when it goes in your body, yeah. it's going to be awfully hard to, to get yeah, anything out of it. Yeah, they get awards for how nutritious it is, but it doesn't break down and assimilate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, you say, Doug, that we need to vaccinate ourselves against our own fast food lifestyle. What do you, what do you have to say well, about that? Well, you know, that's the point. I mean, the, you know... The, a lot of people try to eat the best foods that they can. You know, some people even grow their own foods these days. But the reality is not many people get a chance to. We're busy with work. We're taking the kids to soccer. We're coming home. We got, you know, and in America, they say that uh, out of the three meals a day, that two are eaten outside the home. That that's very, very, very common now. Wow. And so people are eating, where are they eating? They're eating at, at a fast food place. They're eating a, a prepared sandwich or something like that that's away from the home. These things are oftentimes loaded with preservatives. They're certainly very high in salt. They're very high in fat. They're very high. Now, they used to be high in trans fats. They're starting to nip that one in the bud. Yeah. But they're very, very high in, in sugar or sucrose or some type of sweetener. 
and these things are having an, an incredible deleterious effect on the on the on the human health and so knowing that and acknowledging that that's really truly the case you know it's really important that we take at one point during the day that we take a good multiple supplement and i would recommend all one that you can just mix up in juice take it in the morning and know that you're getting the vitamins the minerals the amino acids that you probably won't be finding in the foods that you're eating throughout the day. And, and it's you, you also, also going to, you know, protect you from the damaging effects of all the sugar and the fat and that type of thing. And do you also get in the all one the uh, trace minerals? Yeah, there's trace minerals, there's amino acids, uh, there's the full uh, uh, mineral complex, there's the full vitamin complex, and they're good high potencies of all of these specific nutrients too. You know, I often equate a lot of restaurants with their motive is the cheaper price, better taste, and more addictive, so you keep coming back, right. versus nutrition. Right. And, right. you know, you go there and you don't want something that tastes average or, you know, ho-hum, it might be nutritious. Most people aren't really that interested, so, you know, it's like you go there and it's not the best thing for your body. You know, right. the truth of it is, though, when you start getting on these, like, green drinks or all-one drinks or, the you know, the healthy, what ends up happening is that stuff doesn't taste as good anymore. Right. Exactly. I used to know a Dr. Sharaskin, who I did a lot of work with, and he would take people completely off of sugar. And as part of their, you know, what he called his psychodietetics diet, because he felt that he had wrote a book called Psychodietetics about how sugar affects affects mood and how nutrition affects mood mm -hmm. and he would take people completely off of sugar and he said you know it would be a three or four month experiment and he'd say about two months into it you know everybody would say oh you know dr shirask and i i, I just got to confess i had a, a, a piece of cake last night and he would go yeah well you know that happens how did it taste and if they said oh it just tasted horrible i ended up with a headache then he then he would know that they'd actually been strict and on their diet. If they yes. said, oh, it tasted great, yes. then he knew that they were cheating all the time. That's yeah. right. That's right. You know, sugar, if you take and refine it one more step, you get alcohol. Yes. <laughs> Sounds and like everybody a knows about the addictive properties of alcohol. alcohol. Exactly. You get the high and then you hit the low. Right. And yeah. that's what happens with refined sugar. There used to be a soft drink that they had out. In fact, I think it's still on the market. I don't know if they use this slogan. And they used to say, drink me at 10, 2, and 4. Do you remember those ads on television? <laughs> well, well, I sure to do. It's, yeah, it's, it's, there's more science in marketing than there is in science sometimes because the people that had that high sugar drink knew yes. that at 10 and at 2, two and, at, and four. at 4 are the points in the day when your blood sugar is the lowest. And so if you get a sugary drink, it's going to elevate your blood sugar. And that's what a lot of people do. They take their break at work and they have a high sugar drink. They feel good for a little while, but then, you know, half an hour later, they got their head on their desk almost unconscious. And, and, and that's because you go, the blood sugar goes really high, but then it falls below where it was even before. And where, the, you know, if you take a good high protein supplement, then you're going to elevate the blood sugar and it's going to stay elevated. So and that's you, the most, one of the most common things that I hear from people that have started taking all one is that I'm not as tired as I used to be. Right, right. More you balanced. Know? 
So when mm-hmm. you when you're taking the sugar actually to get your artificial high, so to speak, it's stripping you of your vitamins. Absolutely. See, it's a whole and it's a, it and it kind of feeds on itself. You know, then you get the craving because you have vitamin deficiencies. These right. low level vitamin deficiencies will create a craving for food, create a, cra- a craving for sweets, and so then you have sweets, and then blood sugar goes up, then it falls down, it creates another cycle like that. That's why people have so much trouble dieting, because you, they, they stop eating food, and then they, you know, they get cravings because they've also removed their only source of nutrition. Right. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right on CRN. Uh, our guest today is Doug Inglesby, the vitamin professor and also the uh, uh, founder of the California-based nutrition supplement maker Nutritech. So don't you think it's true, Doug, that if we start taking care of our body with things like All One and other high-quality vitamins, we can sort of walk away from drugs and operations? Yeah, I I think that that, you know, so many symptoms of, of fatigue, symptoms of irritability, symptoms of, of uh, you know, just plain old, you know, skin rashes and problems. I mean... You can go, you know, psoriasis. You can go all the way down the list. They're basically nutritional deficiencies. Yes. And I've often found, you know, and like I said, I've been doing this for 35 years, that so many different things are respond well to a good broad-spectrum multiple supplement. People get oftentimes caught up in the minutia of supplementation. You know, well, what's the source of the B1 and what's this and how what what's your calcium? And, you know, and it's really... You really need to just take a full broad spectrum supplement for about a month and then we'll talk. <laughs> because that way you're getting everything that you need and oftentimes if you're deficient in one nutrient, the chances are very, very good you're deficient in many. Yeah. So you start eating, uh, proper supplementation, mm-hmm. whether it comes from just your diet or not. Mm-hmm. Usually it won't. And, uh, in, in a short time, your symptoms ought to most likely change. I bet right. you have a lot of stories that way. Tons of them. And I bet ADHD and ADD would fall into the same category. Right. We have a kid's formula that we came out with, which is kind of based on our rice-based formula. And we did that because people were giving it to their kids, and they were having such incredible results. You know, we get letters that you, they can go to our website and read some of them, from, you know, moms that, you know, my kid was bouncing all over the walls and they couldn't get him to sit down. And, you know, we started giving him all one every morning and now he's, you know, getting great grades in school and he's pleasant to be around and the teachers love him and they, they're all asking, what did he do? And you don't need to be giving them one step away from cocaine. <laughs> right, right. Isn't that you know, funny? they have a war on drugs, but at the same time, in the back room, they're drugging the kids. right. Yeah. So a lot of schools and homes and everything, if they simply change the nutrition of kids, a whole huge amount of behavioral problems would change. Yeah, incredible amount. It's and, true, and isn't that's it? That's been my experience over, like I say, 35 years of, of watching this supplement go into the marketplace and hear the results from people that are taking it. Is your father still around? 
No, uh, he passed away in 1991. How old was he? He was, I think, 87. And stayed healthy up till the end? Oh, yeah, right till the end. What had happened, he'd actually gotten uh, some bleeding intestines or something, and you know, like he said, they they got me in the... They got me in the hospital. <laughs> they wouldn't let me go, kind of thing. <laughs> it kind of went kind of downhill from there. He'd never had an operation in his life, and but he, you know, he was completely lucid right up to the end, and was a great, great guy, really good friend. Great. Um, this has always been a pet peeve of mine, and I'd love to hear your idea on it. How are uh, the recommended daily allowances set? Because I always find them to be ridiculously low, and what are they thinking? Uh, well, it, it, actually, they were thinking good things when they set them. <laughs> the original recommended daily allowances, or minimum daily requirements, were set uh, back when they were during World War II, when they were creating K-rations. And they wanted to make sure that there was enough of a specific nutrient in these canned foods that they were sending to the soldiers to live on that they wouldn't be feeding them foods that would inadvertently be creating vitamin deficiency diseases like scurvy or rickets yeah. or beriberi. Good motives. And, and so they, they set what the actual minimum daily requirement, that's what it used to be called, was the minimum daily requirement. Mm -hmm. Then it went to recommended daily allowance. And now I think they call it the, uh, what do they call it now? They got it, they changed the name. I, I always know because we have to change all our labels. But they, <laughs> uh. they changed the name. And they finally, they've raised it a little bit. It's like, uh, vitamin C went from 50 milligrams to 60, uh, uh. back in 1979. And, uh, so there's some progress there. But those really are the minimum daily allowance. So, in other words, how much vitamin C do you need so that you won't get scurvy? And, and, you know, we all hear the stories of the sailors going across the sea and they didn't have vitamin C yep. and they were laying on the deck and their teeth were exploding out of their heads. Well, there hasn't been a known case of scurvy in the United States for years and years, partly because the scorbic acid, which is vitamin C, is used as a preservative in a lot of food. <laughs> so, so it's one, one of the vitamins that's found its way into the food chain kind of through a back channel. Uh, but those are those RDAs are very very minimal, and uh, but that's originally why they were created. So, so there's been there's been a lot of work and a lot of groups of doctors and and kind of consortiums of various nutrition researchers that have pushed for an optimum daily requirement. You know, like what's the the what would be the best formula? I'll tell you a great story. Okay. Um, my dad came, formulated the original All One by doing research with Adele Davis. And Adele really didn't do her own research. She would glean on to all the different doctors that were doing research, and then she put it all together. And that's how she came up with a formulation. And about 1974, 75, I met Dr. Emanuel Sharaskin. I actually met him before that, but we were flying back from Los Angeles to New York, and we were on a plane. And I said he had done tons and tons of research on human nutrition, where he actually studied, you know, groups of people and how many vitamins and minerals they took and mm -hmm. what their symptoms and signs of disease were. Very, very thorough empirical verification that he did at his research lab at the University of Alabama. And so I asked him, I said, what would you recommend? If you were going to recommend a multiple formula, what would you recommend? And he, like I said, he had the book Psychodietetics, and he had a copy of it with him, and he said, turn to page 169, and on there, there's a 
my recommendation. And he had a spread, like B vitamins, it was 10 milligrams to 25. And so there was a spread, 500C to 1,000C, that type of thing. We came in on the high side of his recommendations, but nutrient by nutrient, vitamin by vitamin, mineral by mineral, amino acid by amino acid, the recommendations were almost identical. Hmm. So that was, for me, a real verification of the formula that we have and that we've been selling is that here from these two, they never met each other. He knew of Adele Davis, but they never met. Yes. And so here, two different sides of the coin, if you will, kind of coming to the same conclusion. Okay, break time. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts. Our guest today, Doug Inglesby, also known as the vitamin professor and founder of the California-based nutrition supplement maker, Nutritech. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have more after the break. Thanks for being with us. Hang on.